0: today's Lessons Learned episode, we're going to talk about my values. Because uh, if you listen to my Tuesday episode, my last episode, I said that uh, we would talk about my values and my goals and what my life was like before I actually aligned with my values, because I wasn't even really understanding that I had values or that they were important. Just completely oblivious to that fact. So are you ready to hear what they are and how my current goals align with them? And then how you can do the same? It's a great lesson. Let's do it. Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. As promised, I wanted to do a follow-up to my last episode about why values are so important to goals. And I thought it would be helpful to share with you the lessons that I've learned on how critical having values are and how when you have goals that aren't aligned with your values that often we just stop trying to strive for our goals because nothing makes a goal more boring or less exciting than not having them align with your values and your values are really who you are to your core. And so uh, if they're not aligned to who you are at your core, then they're probably not going to motivate you to get them done. And a lot of people don't even have values, or I'm sorry, they don't have they don't know their values. Everyone has values. Like I said, everybody has values. They are just oblivious to them and they don't know how important they are to aligning not only with your goals but with what you do every day. And that's what really goals are, right? The activities that you do every day take you one step closer to your goals. But a lot of people don't have goals either. And they have company goals. And that was my problem. I never knew that I could have my own personal goals. And when I say personal, I don't want people to be confused that it's just related to personal life stuff. Because some people like me, I have a corporate life. And then I have a business that I run on the side, which is really what sparks me. It's, it's, you know, I, I, some of what I do in my job sparks me, or I wouldn't have, have taken the job. I learned that long ago, you know, you just need to find the work that lights you up. But the coaching that I do, I absolutely love, and it just is something that it's it's a business, but yet it feels like a hobby. So I don't really have a hobby. That's what I do in my spare time. Uh, this podcast is something that aligns with who I am, and it's a hobby. And so, don't confuse personal with just like, oh, I want to go on a trip. I mean, yeah, that's that's also a goal. It it, it can be anything. A goal is anything that you want to bring into your life and you just focus on a handful. You just don't overwhelm yourself with like 10 goals because you're not going to be able to do them all. We only have so much time in the day to dedicate to our goals, but pick a really, really, really important thing that you want to achieve that means a lot to you, whether it's work or personal because actually work can light us up so that we actually have a work goal, Um, My work goal is to, you know, maybe get promoted. That could be a great work goal. Or my work goal is to get a different job in a different department that you really are excited about. And so that is really how you want to look at your goals. What sparks you? What when you think about it, you get excited about it. And that's going to make you want to do the activity to achieve that goal. And it it will keep you from giving up. It will motivate you. There's, you, You don't have to like have willpower when you have goals that are aligned with your values and that excite you. And if they're aligned with your values and who you are, they should excite you. So if you have goals and they're not exciting you, you might not know what your values are. You might not have really done an exercise. I share an exercise in my last episode, but just go through sitting, taking time and looking at a list of common values, and which ones resonate with you. So that's really what you do. So I did this exercise a while ago, because I realized at some point when I got to my midlife, I just wasn't happy. And the goals that I had were primarily work goals. And I wasn't passionate about my job at the time. And so I was just really questioning, like, what am I doing? Dreading Friday, uh, Monday's, you know, counting down the days to Friday. And if that is you, you need to find something that excites you because your job isn't doing it. And and a lot of us can't immediately leave jobs we don't like, but a lot of us think we don't have any options. And that's the first mistake is you do have options. And when you think you don't, you're cutting off the ability to receive any creative ideas into your consciousness. And so there are options, believe that there are options, be open to receiving options, but start to work on what you want in your life. Make some goals, a really important goal, and then maybe some minor goals. And those minor goals should like really be in support of that bigger goal. And then the universe will know what it is you want. And if you're open to receiving the answers, they will start to flow to you. And don't be impatient, be patient. But in the meantime, be doing the activity to reach those goals that light you up. And that is the whole trick. So my values, and it was funny because I sat down and this exercise, you'll know uh, when yeah. it resonates with you uh, and sit with these these values. Um, I might have said goals, but I meant values. So sit with the values. Once you come up with a list, I want you to whittle it down to five. And then I want you to uh, sit with it. Sit with it. And maybe review the list again the next day. I want you to, and sit with it means, you know, you kind of go about your day. You kind of go about your you know i would like you to at least have a work day and a weekend day where you're like contemplating oh these are my values and i want you to really be conscious about how you're operating in your day and are some of the actions you're taking are they not really in like so i would sit down and talk to you and if you gave me your values list, I would be like, well, you're not doing that and I, I'm not seeing this. So you have to be showing up in life so that your values are visible to other people. People feel your values, they know what you stand for, they know what you believe in, they know what's important to you. And people should be able to quickly kind of gather that. I mean, your best friends might know your what you value better than you do, and they might be all wrong because you might be not, aligned with your authentic self. You might be walking around with an inauthentic you, this chosen personality. And I talked about authenticity a lot uh, the week before last on my podcast and in social media. So yeah, it's a feeling of just like something's off and not feeling happy about what you're doing. And you're probably not living to your values. And the people around you probably know it. They're getting these vibes from you. And if there are people that are causing your misalignment, you need to recognize that. Because peer pressure can be very, uh, you know, seductive. And so is one of your values whining or complaining? (laughs) Probably not. That's not a great value. It's probably like the opposite, being kind. But are you around kind people? Are you hanging out at the water cooler, so to speak, and complaining about your situation or buying into somebody else complaining about their situation? So that's not being aligned with one of what your values are, I imagine. So that's what you want to do. So anyways, if this is helpful, I thought it would be helpful to walk through what my values are and where and my goals and where they align. And, and why um, my goals are really so exciting to me because of that. And when I look back in my life, and I have my students go through exercises that do this, I, when I look back in my life, I see where I had certain jobs that were so aligned with these values. And I did, since I didn't know and was oblivious to the values, I didn't know why that job in particular lit me up or was more exciting than other jobs. Um, and then I had some jobs that I like hated, like I said, I lived for the weekend and dreaded the work week. And so, yeah, I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, my, the values weren't playing into that daily activity that I, I had every day, went to work and did, and the people I was with and around and who I worked for. And, you know, it's, it's all, you know, part of, even though, uh, Let me say it this way, how you operate, the behavior that you exhibit every day, the people around you and your environment affect it. And so you can be trying hard to operate from your values, but if you're exposed to an environment where the same values don't reside, then... That will be a problem. And you likely won't be happy. Uh, And that happens. And you just need to recognize it and you need to correct it. And you can correct it even if you think you can't. So I just want you to sit with that and know that that's a possibility. I want you to be open to that idea, even if you're like, she doesn't understand. Well, maybe not. But I've seen people change their thinking and then their world changes, their outside world changes when they change their internal thinking. And so that's all I'm asking is to just like shift your perspective a little bit to think about what could happen if you actually sat down and did your values, did your values exercise just like and sat with your values and like, are these really my values and like observe what's happening in your life? And, and are these values like being exhibited? By, by you and by the people that you're around? And then what goals would come up? Because when you know your values, it's so much easier to come up with goals that can stick. And so that's that's all I'm saying before I'm getting into what mine are. Okay, so I have five top values. And this will give you an idea of um, kind of some Well, you learn more about me, number one, and number two, maybe some of these values resonate with you. If you're listening to me, we're probably a little like-minded, and so some of these values might be similar to yours. Uh, in fact, it's funny because my coach and mentor has some of these values, and isn't that interesting? Of course, I picked him because I listened to his podcast for quite some time, and I liked him so much, I was like, I want to be in his world because we have similar values. All right, so number one is humor, laughter. So I, I actually have like two, you know, you, they're, they're similar. I mean, it's like humor, laughter. So I like humor, I wanna laugh. So that's basically what that means. I like to be around people who have good senses of humor. I grew up with a dad who was hilarious, he had a dry wit and that is what I'm comfortable being around and so and I like it it makes everybody in the room feel better I think when you when you when you are when, when you present with a sense of humor not that everything's ha ha funny but when you can find humor sometimes in things that can be boring it really makes thing life better Um, so I, I like to, I like to make people smile. I, nothing turns me on more than turning a frown into a smile, making someone happy. So that's a very big value of mine. And I like to be silly. I mean, I've always been, I mean, I think that's one of the things that makes me not your average grandma is that I, uh, don't act my age really. I don't act like a old lady. (laughs) I try to be, be young minded. And, um, not so serious. And, you know, so I, you know, I'm not saying young people can be serious. It's not just because you get old, but you know, I think the tendency is to like, I mean, you think about old people, uh, get a little serious. All right. Uh, the second thing is personal growth and, uh, learning. So I hold personal growth very high, uh, in my life. I'm constantly and I've done this for so long, as long as I can remember, I loved to watch Oprah as a good example, who did a lot of self-help, recommended self-help books, did a lot of, you know, like I would watch her show. And I'd learn so much from the guests she had on. And she talked a lot about uh, things that just really resonated with me. And I would I say she was my really first spiritual teacher because we didn't go to organized religion and I knew she went to church but she had and it wasn't necessarily religion she preached but it was a spiritual sense uh of um, who you are and having goals um having dreams uh uh you know I learned about the law of attraction from her and and I read self-help books I have a stack of self-help books on my coffee table and um it's, it's a little bit of an obsession. So I have to, I have to like set boundaries on it because I, I, I do like to read fiction, but I, I would, I love an audible, like that's the best invention ever where you can listen to self-help books. So, um, so that is really important to me. Uh, and the next, the third one is freedom slash independence. And I think this is important to a lot of people. And I just want to say that um, I don't know that I really recognize this as a value um, because I've had it a lot in my life and I feel like I'm very fortunate. Um, I've always had jobs and bosses who allowed me to take vacations when I wanted to, allowed me to you know if i needed to leave early to go to one of my kids games in in high school or if i needed to take them to a doctor i never felt like i was trapped in a job as it as it you know affected my day to day and as it affected my life and the things i wanted to do outside of that job so i worked i've talked about this before as i worked at aol for a long time and aol was like the epitome of flexibility when we really didn't have flexible jobs back then because we had office jobs you had to go to the office but because we were uh frontiers on the internet uh we could we worked from we were allowed you know we could work from home we worked from home before anybody worked from home we were allowed to now we didn't do it every day but it's so nice to have that flexibility in your life and so important Uh, And so freedom and independence and what does that mean? like, you know, are you tied down? Um, Do you have to answer to somebody in your life? Uh, Can you not do the things you want to do because you have a partner who is stifling you, or not allowing you to, you know, like you're on a budget, and you can't do the things you want to do, you don't have your own money. There's a lot of things that can mean lack of independence or keep you from, you know, fulfilling on that value you have. <clears throat> Number four is impact, making a difference. So, impact for me is pretty big. And what I found is that in past jobs where I'm making a big impact, um, and I feel like the people I, that are around me and the project that I'm working on uh, is better off for my being there and my presence uh and it, obviously my skill set my presence is it means all the things right it's the personality i bring it's the skill set i bring and so impact is is really important to me and i think honestly that's important to a lot of people no matter what they do in life um that, that's why purpose is so important is because purpose the underlying part of purpose is that you're you're impacting you're you're it, there's meaning in that right so, uh, and then the last, the fifth thing is vibrancy. And this goes back to the, not your average grandma thing. Um, a, a vibrancy means like to me, good energy, but like an enthusiasm about you, this, um, spice of life about you that you just like, you know, you want to live life to the fullest. And that's what I want. I just want to show up that way and I want to be that way. Uh, and I want to affect others in that way. Because who doesn't love being around vibrancy, right? Just the word is cool. So when I worked at AOL, and I'm just going to use that as an example, because that job was like the best job of my life. And one of the reasons is because the mission statement was so impactful, and I aligned with it. It was like changing people's lives, replacing the telephone, phone and the TV with the internet. I mean, it was like totally changing the way life was. Talk about freedom. (laughs) Yeah. We don't have to like stand at the end of that, like twirly cord anymore uh, to talk on the phone. And that is pure freedom. So although we're very tied to our phones now. So maybe, you know, there is a there is a neg- negative side of, aspect of it. But how, you know, you don't have to wait by the phone. How many of us sat and waited by the phone for that guy to call us? <laughs> the The man I'm married to now, I can't tell you how many hours I wasted waiting for the phone to ring. And then as soon as I leave, what? He calls me. And this is like before answering machines. So uh, yeah. And so it it, it, it it i had was around like-minded people um i i my career blossomed there so lots of personal growth in terms of um just uh growing as a leader growing as a in my skill set uh it's where i learned all my project management skills uh and yeah um And it was fun. It was fun. We had the wildest Christmas parties. I mean, talk about having a lot of laughs. We had so many, so many laughs, so much fun. Uh, Yeah. And we were so enthusiastic about what we were doing. You know, it was like there was an energy there that was, you couldn't describe because everybody felt that they were making a huge difference. And that's powerful when it's a group of people and it's a collective of people that just spreads so I wanted to give that example um, I gave an example in my last episode about a job that was against my values that like I did not stay there I was there four months and then I left um, and I was hired as a vice president so it was like it was a big job um, but but I I talk about it in a little bit more detail but but the values of the leadership there did not align with my values. And again, I didn't, I didn't really know what my values were <laughs> at the time. I was oblivious. I just knew it didn't feel good. And I knew I didn't want to be around that environment. It was not good energy. So, and I want to tell you, um, so those basically are uh, my values and a couple of examples of a, a job and my day-to-day activities in that job where I just felt like fully aligned in how I, how I was showing up in the world. I was my authentic self. And when you were like that, good things happen. I mean, I was promoted. I went from technical writer to vice president in seven years and, uh, you know, good things happen. Now I was in the right place at the right time, but you know, it, it, you know, I'd like to think some of that was, was, um, reward for my um, contributions and, and the way um, I worked in the world there. And so, you know, when you are aligned, you are on fire, you are on fire, and you get rewarded. And so it it was just a really uh, fun place to work and, and again, aligned with my values. So that's it was a great example. So my goals <clears throat> and how they align with my values. And I'm just going to share with you what my goals are. And back to the thing about like personal work, whatever, just make sure that uh, when you have goals, they're not your company's goals. I mean, they are personal to you, whether they're a hobby, whether they're, you know, what, it doesn't matter what category they're in, you know, travel, health, uh, money, finances, uh, it doesn't matter what your what category your goals are in. Uh, just know that your goals have to be about you and not about the company. But your goals can support company goals. If that's in alignment with you, but if it's not in alignment with, with you, then you got to ask, you know is this the right place for me to be working? or is there a different position? that aligns because maybe it's not the company goals maybe it's the 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 group that you're in or what the work is and and just you just it's so important that you like sit down and say what are my goals and and there's no there's no restrictions on what your goals are um but just know your goals are your goals and your goals alone and so just keep that in mind whatever you want them to be. So most of my goals are around uh, my, my business, my coaching business, because that's where my heart is. And that's where I get lit up the most. So you really want to focus on the things that light you up the most, because that's going to be the most satisfying life for you. Right. And so my five goals, and I use Um, my planning system that I created just based on experience and using a lot of them that didn't work. So I just created something simple for myself. So I use a 90 day kind of planning system. And so I set every 90 days, every quarter. So we're getting near the end of my 90 days. It ends March 31st, And then I'm going to set a new set of goals. And so I keep track of my stuff. And I do daily planning, I do weekly, and I do monthly. And you might be like, "Ugh, that sounds like a lot. I tell you, it saves me time and it keeps me focused. I, I used to feel so overwhelmed and I used to feel so like just scattered in my head. uh. And And then this feeling of not being productive. When I really was productive, I just didn't sit down and do any kind of a review of what I've done, what have I learned and all that stuff. And that's part of my planning system. So the first thing I'll say is planning, gives time back to you. And so spend time (laughs) doing that. Um, And then it gives you the gift of having goals. And it gives you the gift of being aligned with your authentic self. Because if your goals are aligned with your values, wow, that's powerful. And that's going to make you be like, take off into the fully sparked soul that you deserve to be. All right. So my first goal of my 90 day period has been achieved. And that was to develop my new training. So if you went to my training, I had training at the end of January, beginning of February, uh, called the awakening um, of uh, the empty nester. And uh, yeah, and so that was something that was new. I redid, um, my old training and delivered it and it was a three part series and it is done and checked off. So I did that and that was really fun. I love doing that. I love doing that stuff. I love delivering it. So that's an example and is aligned with my values because number one, personal growth, learning, because I had to learn, I did research for some of that training. So that was learning mode, um, Impact, big impact, making a difference. I had 2,300 people who signed up for that. Um, And then, yeah, it it, vibrancy and enthusiasm because it aligned with what lit me up. It like, I was so enthusiastic, and people comment, you know, when you are that enthusiastic and that excited it affects the people that are around you and people in the training obviously commented on it. So those, you know, three, at least three values lined up and I had fun. So, cause that's me, I'm not going to show up and be serious on these things. I'm just going to be me. So yeah, so definitely the new training um, was really aligned. Then I opened enrollment for my second half spark school and that got done, check that off. And that aligns because personal growth again I learn from my students. Every time I open enrollment, have a new group of people, I learn something as a coach and I expand my coaching skill set. And that has, you know, so that hits hits the value, um, you know, checkbox. Um, And yeah, uh, making a difference. Again, impact, 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 impact. Um, Changing lives is, what I love to do most. And that makes me feel like I'm making a difference in the world. And and that's really important to me, fully aligned in who I am. And then I'm doing QuickBooks training for business purposes, really, but I am doing taxes, and I'm going to get all my stuff organized. And then I'm not going to have a big, huge chore every year, which is how I've been doing it. Because, you know, doing spreadsheets is not my cup of tea. Doing spreadsheets and sitting down and going through my books, you know, I'd rather be on a coaching call. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not making a difference when I do that. But it's something that has to get done. And I know and I set that goal because it's in support of my other goals. Because if I don't have QuickBooks training, and I, I don't have a handle on uh, looking at my numbers every month um, in an organized way. I mean, I look at them, but you know, it's half-assed. So I don't want to be half-assed anymore. So I set this goal and it's in support of my larger goal, which is all about my side business and my, my heart business, my heart-centered business, put it that way. Um, it's really almost full-time because I've spent so much time in my off time doing it, but it's not like it's, Like work and that's what you want. That's what you want to be doing in your day, um, I believe, is doing activity, whether it's work or personal and enough of it that you just like love your life. Um, The other two things, because I had five, were uh, plan a Scotland trip. So my husband and I uh, are going with friends to Scotland in August. And so we just booked our tickets. So that's checked off. Uh, the QuickBooks is still in process. So I'm not, not, uh, that's not checked off yet, but it's partially checked. But the Scotland trip, we're very excited about. We have a friend. Uh, my husband has a friend. Uh, when I inherited, when I married my husband, I inherited some really cool friends, but, uh, his friend and his wife bought a castle in Scotland. (laughs) And so they've invited a few couples, uh, to come stay in the castle for a week. So why not? So we're going to actually go to Ireland. My husband has another friend in Ireland. And so we're going to stay in Ireland for three days. And then we're going to go on to, to Scotland. And uh, yeah, so we're really super excited planning that trip. Um, and that is um, freedom, number one, because I can go and do and vacation when I want and do what I want. Um, I know it's going to be fun because the people that we're going with and the people we're going to be with there are super fun. We know them all. Uh Yeah, and they're all like, super vibrant people. Uh, Yeah, and personal growth and learning. Oh my gosh, I've never been to Scotland. And I've only been to the Dublin airport. I've never been in the city of Dublin hanging out, we're going to hang out with people who live there. How cool is that? Yeah, we're going to stay with locals. And and then we're going to do a couple of days in Edinburgh before we go to the castle. And we're going to be staying with a local there. So, isn't that cool? So, I'm going to learn so much new things about these two countries that I've really never spent any time in. So, that's fun. And then the other thing, last but not least, my fifth goal was, and a lot of you might relate to this, lose weight. But what I do is, and I tell my students this too, focus on the outcome you want. Yeah, you want to lose weight. But what is it that's going to keep you motivated? And how does it align with your goals? So for me, losing weight is what I decided is, you know, I can tell you how many times I've had the goal of losing 10 pounds and never achieved it. Right? Because all you're thinking about is loss, right? And even though you want to lose weight, your brain kind of goes to the negative instead of the positive. And so, what is the outcome that I want? It's not really to like, I mean, it is to lose the weight, but I want to really focus on the feeling. I want to, when you think of lose weight, what's the feeling you think of? You think of deprivation, you think of restriction, you think of, oh my God, I can't eat what I want to eat. And so what I decided to do is the, what my, my goal was, was, and I decided to do this 30 days before my 64th birthday, as I said, in 30 days, I want to feel the best 64-year-old possible. And I don't feel that great right now. And I'm entering a whole new year. I'm going to be a year older. So how about entering my 64th year healthier and, ha- and feeling better than I leave my 63rd year? And I really resonated with that. And so I thought, there's two things I know I can do. I can stop drinking alcohol for 30 days. I've been wanting to do that um, and test myself. And um, I said, I'm going to cut out refined sugar. I'm going to not have a Klondike bar for snack at night. while (laughs) you know, I watch The Bachelor. Um, So I am going to cut that out. And I tell you, that was January 14th. And in, since January 14th, I th- had dessert on my 64th birthday and didn't even finish it. Split it with my husband and didn't finish even eating it with him. We left it, half of it there. Um, and then, uh, which is very unusual for me, but yeah, it was just like my whole attitude changed because I wanted the outcome. And um, I had a glass of wine at dinner for my birthday after the 30 days was up. It was like 30, the 31st day, or it might have even been the 32nd day because January is 31 days. Yes. And so my daughter, six days later, I went to visit her and it was her birthday. So we had wine when I was with her, but that is it. That is it. So it is now, today is March 18th. So for two months, I have done these things that make me feel amazing. I tell you, I feel so much better than I did on January 14th. And I've lost 12 pounds in, in the process. It just happened. And I'm not focused on restricting myself, really. But because I feel this energy and I started to feel the energy, I, I just didn't want the things that I had before. I wanted to healthier food. I wanted more activity. I wanted to do these things. And so, but that's aligned because that's vibrancy to me. That's vibrancy aligns with my, one of my values. And so, yeah. And, you know, you can maybe say a little bit of um, learning along the way, because I learned a lot about how my body feels. And I tell you, when I had that wine, I felt like shit afterwards, you know, I only had like the one glass of wine I had on my birthday. uh, It just made me feel like somebody shifted me into a lower drive. I mean, if you ever like downshifted in a car and you like go from fifth gear to like first, Oh my gosh. I just, I just can't handle wine anymore. And I, I, I think just clearing it out for 30 days and then having one glass of wine Um, for my birthday dinner, it just got really made me get it. So I don't even really want it. We've gone out, my husband and I have gone out, you know, he's, he he likes his beer. um, But we've gone out uh, to um, with friends, we've gone out to dinner, and I'll just get a club soda with a lime. It's like totally changed my life. Um, But it really does align with the feeling of, um, I wasn't starting to feel not vibrant anymore. I didn't feel good right before my 64th birthday and I'm getting older and I'm like, I, I need to really take care of myself even more so because I don't want this to snowball into like feeling worse, you know, because it it's just, it gets a little more difficult when you get older to take the weight off and to, you know, change your habits and, you know, just like, like nip it in the bud before it just gets so far away from me it's it's it feels impossible to fix so so that is the lesson in a life well i really gave you the lesson of life with values but i explained what happens when you're not aligned with values. And if you didn't hear my last episode, please go listen to it because the combination of these two episodes I think will really give you what you need to understand that it's critical. If you want to live an aligned and exciting and and what I like to say sparked life, I like to say make the rest your best, You need to know what your values are. And then you need to build goals that have you operating, abiding by those values. And you need to start recognizing awareness is key. You need to start being aware of who around you isn't and really start making better choices. Find people that have your values. Find the things that are aligned with who you are and get aligned because it's quite likely that there's some misalignment happening. And especially if you're not feeling like yourself, you're not feeling like feel like life is passing you by and you're missing out on something you don't know what it is you want something more and that is a good example of a misalign- misalignment so i hope this has helped and i hope you come away with this episode really being excited about having like this as an action item to go and do and learn more about yourself because the more you learn about yourself the better off you're going to be We've, a lot of us have lost sight of ourselves and, and we lost sight of ourselves in raising kids and being spouses and being employees and being whatever, you know, for everybody else. And you have this time now to find yourself, to get back to, to yourself. And that is, is an adventure in and of itself uh, the adventure awaits you. And so hop on board. And get, like I say, the the train to Sparksville. <laughs> if you're a monkeys fan, you know what I mean? All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great one. Thank you so much for tuning into the living your spark second half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my not your average grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at notyouraveragegrandma. Grandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.